please, the Grateful Dead. All right, welcome everybody to another edition of Henny James, a Grateful Podcast. My name is Ira Lipsy, guy of the world. We have a special two-part edition for you today. It is the alphabet version of Hetty Jam, definitive song for each letter of the alphabet for the Grateful Dead. And I am joined by my two top contributors to the program, Dank. Welcome, Dank from Colorado, and St. Stephen here with me. Gentlemen, good afternoon. What's up? How's everybody doing today? Great to be with y'all. Great to be with you guys as well. We're going to jump right in. Part one is going to be the letters A through L, and part two will be the letters M through Z. What we got to start off with, thank you for a major contributor here. You came up with some good stuff. We start off with an Althea from October 12, 1981, from the Olympia Hall in Munich, Germany. Uh, it's a really good version. Uh, you know, good tempo, nice and easy, beautiful rendition. Uh, St. Stephen wanted to go with Antwerp's placebo for the letter A, but uh, he got overruled on that one. Any thoughts on the Althea from either one of you guys? Yeah, before we start, why don't you uh, tell our listening audience what we're doing on the show today? Because uh, I just did. Maybe they would like to know. I just did it. What's, what's today's show about? It's the letters A through Z, the definitive song for each letter. That's it? Not. We're going to discuss the selection process or like what we're, we think we're about each? We're going to go through song by song and we're going to discuss. If there was another song that could have taken the spot. And, uh, you know, this is not the definitive version. It's the definitive song. Cool. Okay. Althea, one of my uh, all-time favorite songs. I think rightly goes in the A slot. Uh, Alabama Getaway, I guess, could have gone in that slot possibly. But I think Althea is more, uh, has more longevity. Well, I will say, if we're talking about an A song for the Grateful Dead, I would say there's no question Althea would get the slot. There wasn't really a whole lot of debate on this one. Uh, the version we went with is a really cool one from 1981, which, as uh, I and I were discussing the other day, has become one of my favorite years in the, in the Grateful Dead, um, just because they were coming off uh, the Radio City shows of 1980 with Midland and... Uh, you know, they were really kind of tight playing off 79 and 80 when they replaced the Godfellas with Midland. I think it's some of their better, more consistent playing uh, in a single year of Grateful Dead. I love this version. Yeah, Dave, what are you, any thoughts on 81? Is probably the most cons- – I mean, I think it's like the most consistent year of the 80s. Maybe you – know, I, I think it's 81 probably. Just to piggyback off what St. Stephen said, I think that 1980, spending all that time at Radio City – and uh, the Warfield, where they were playing those acoustic sets, where they really had to work together to make sure that it came off. It really opened up their eyes to a new way of being able to jam and construct and, you know, just ripping it and trying to see how each part works off of each other, which ended up leading to a lot of really, like, beautiful, melodic, harmonic songs that you may like a faster version, you may like a slower version, you know, whatever you want, but I think everybody can agree that, you know, this is a beautiful version. Yeah. Althea is a great example, I think, of what's so good about this year. And we'll, we'll get more into it as we go forward. But they really, 
a lot of the songs from Go to Heaven, they, they started playing them. And the more they start playing them after a year or two, they really start to find the inner grooves of them. And this one right here, they really start jamming them out. I used to like the faster versions later in the 80s, but these 81s are really good. Lots of good ones from that year. So then the letter B, uh, the song is chosen as Bertha. Uh, Dank, Dank suggested the version from 6777 playing arena. Also recorded the version from Red Rocks 7878. Uh, I haven't really decided which one's going in there, but I think definitive song for the letter B is Bertha. There's some other candidates, perhaps Black Throated Wind, maybe, but I don't think there's much question that Bertha's the one. Yeah, no doubt. I have to agree with that. Bird Song was the other only one we kind of gave a little consideration, but I think yeah. Bertha's definitive B song for the Grateful Dead. You can't go wrong with. They can't ever go wrong with Bertha. There, there's very few bad Berthas out there, but the 70s, late 70s ones are awesome. Yeah, that's, that, that's a good point. There's really not any bad, uh, bad Bertha. Then for the letter C, uh, we go with uh, Cassidy uh, from April 24th, 1978. That's the Horton Fieldhouse, right? Yes, great show. Normal Illinois, April 24th, 78. Cassidy here. Good, good late era Godshaw uh, playing Keith and Donna. Yeah, and Cassidy is also one of those songs that probably just ranks right up there in my top ten songs that I would always want to hear. Yeah, great, great tune, real p- kind of personal tune I think for Bobby. You know, one of one of his songs that was kind of written about some of the early, early influences on him with Neil Cassidy. Can't go wrong with uh, great tune. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, and you had now before we changed this to the definitive version, you had Cream Puff War on there. Nothing wrong with some Cream Puff War. I mean, no, I mean, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a good song. It was from the acid rock days. It is what it is. But when we, when we started talking about changing this being a definitive song for the letter C, uh, really the only thing other than Cassidy may have been China Cat, but we didn't want to do the double doses. So China Cat really uh, has to be with I Know You Rider. So we left it uh, with the Dark Star. Yeah, I agree 100%. Uh, no argument for me on Cassidy. It's a gorgeous song. It's a beautiful one. A normal show from 78, it, pretty much from start to finish, any song you pick out of that, whatever kind of show we're doing is going to be a banger, and everyone's going to love it. Yeah, and outstanding show for any of the listeners that want to dig into a, a great, great full show start to finish, April 24th, 1978. Yeah, and I mean, we've used almost the entire show already on this podcast. So just yeah. Just first, bootleg, first bootleg tape I ever had. It's <laughs> a good one to have. There's no doubt about it. Very good one to have. So we'll go on to the letter D. Letter D, we have Dark Star. There's a lot of versions of Dark Star. You have the early, trippy, 30-minute version. That was a version that I've always wanted to put on this show, but didn't really have an excuse. And that's from October 31st, 1991. This is the show right after Bill Graham's death. They go into a jam. Ken Kesey's there. He's on stage ranting and raving. and read an E. Cummings poem. It's a very different dark star jam than what you're used to and it is really uh, dark it's dark and eerie due to the circumstances but it's a really it's a really cool version i think that uh, i think you'll if you've never heard this before you'll you'll be like what the crap is going on i think you'll really enjoy it as well it's been a long time since i've heard this one you can never uh you know what can you say about dark star probably the most mythical grateful dead song everybody on tour was always chasing a dark star i never got one ira i know you did Kane, i don't know about you I did not. This is definitely a good one. Really, really a unique one. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. So then we go to um, one that you recommended, letter E, and I really love it. It's Eyes of the World from 
March 31st, 1991. Again, we're in 91. And this size of the world is fantastic. It's some great Bruce action, uh, playing the keys. I really enjoyed it. Of course, the, the only other really option for the letter E might have been estimated profit. Uh, but Eyes of the World is is perfect. Is, is this one that you, was one of your two eyes that you listened to? Or you just kind of remembered it and said this might be a good treat for the list? No, for me, it is actually one of my go-to eyes. Especially, I mean, for that era, there is no other Eyes of the World think that even holds up get into the jam hornsby just completely goes off you can tell that you know he's comfortable you know not only because uh he's near his home state but you know he was getting into the groove with the dead at that point and uh i mean he, it just it's so phenomenal it's like that that eyes of the world in the 90s that was kind of like a little uh blissful and like you know late era obviously it's not the same as the speedy ones from the 70s which are awesome also but um if you want if you want to be transported to a place in time where you just feel like you're floating, then this is for you. All right. Um, I'm going to throw uh, I'm going to throw Giants Stadium June 17th, 91 up there. Uh, th- this one, it, it's very similar. That, that to me is one of the best late era guys. And I listened to this one. I'd never heard it before. And I think you're absolutely right. It's a very good pick. And Hornsby just, you know, he added so much to this song. He definitely loved playing it. So this is a fun, fun one to listen to. It is a very good one. All right, so we're not going to spend them that much time on the next one. It's Fire on the Mountain. <clears throat> excuse me. From March, March 18, 1977. <clears throat> excuse me. Hadn't quite yet been paired with Scarlet. Standalone version. And there really is no other F song that you could really, you know, compare. Um, this version is standalone. It's a good, it's a good one. Um, you know, that's really, it's a bit, I mean, you know, you could have said, you can't really do it because it's got to be paired with Scarlet. But in 73, 74, they played a lot of Scarlet Begonias on their own. So really, they are two standalone songs that they just happen to start playing together. Uh, going down the road, feeling bad for the letter G. This is from September 2nd, 1983, Boise, Idaho. Dang, this is another one of yours. And I really enjoyed this one. It's a, it's a cool version. It's fast, upbeat. Uh, you put... Chuck Berry meets Almond Brothers. I think that's a good. I think that's a good uh, definition of this, of this. Yeah, absolutely. It's that got that rocking going down the road feeling, and then when they get into the jam, it's kind of into that into that Southern rock Almond Brothers type stylish. You know, if you wanted to try to lay out what it sounded like but, uh, for 1983, it was just it was real rocking, real groovy, real good. Yeah, yeah great feel, great feel good tune for sure, and an awesome show. Also, I think this was a. Recent Dave's picks from the last couple of years, that Boise show. It's a really good one that I'd never heard before until the last couple of years. Awesome show. I think the only other song you could do, the letter G, would be Good Lovin'. You know, we're, we try to minimize the amount of covers, even though this is not necessarily, not necessarily a dead written song. It is, it is, it is a Grateful Dead song. You go to the letter H, and Here Comes Sunshine is what we went with for the letter H. And this version is the breakout version from December 6, 1992, Compton, Paris. Arizona had been 18 years and it was hidden. It was good. I mean, there's so many great versions from the early 70s, mid 70s. This, this version is uh, fantastic. Great version. Historical version, no doubt, because anytime they busted out songs like this, this song probably they probably hadn't played it in almost 20 years when they busted it out here in this Arizona show in 92. So anytime you have something like that, that makes it special right off the bat. You know, the 73 versions are hard to beat, but 92 one's great. And there's no doubt if you were at this show, you know, you were like just this one a bit out of left field. So always fun when they would do a big breakout like this. They stopped playing it. 
not really sure. I mean, they, they never played it after 73. Like, 74, I believe, they did not play it. Um, if they did, maybe early. But it might have been something to do with the year off, the you know, the, the time they took off, and then when they brought back, they kind of they, – when they took the year off in 75, when they returned, they came back with a lot more limited, you know, limited song list, I guess. And Here Comes Sunshine, I don't know if it had something to do with adding Mickey Hart back to the band. Who knows? But it's cool that it returned. Very much a staple of a lot of the shows we saw in the 90s. Yeah, that's true. All right, we're going to go through the next couple with, uh, with minimal commentary. Letter I, there was really only one. It, was, it must have been The Roses. November 20th, 1978, Cleveland Music Hall. Beautiful version. Uh, as Dave said, a lot of keep. And there is a lot of keep in there, and it is nice. A great little ballad there. Then, of course, the letter J, the quintessential show opener. Letter J, Jack Straw from Wichita. This is actually from April 14, 1982, Glen Falls Civic Center in Glen Falls, New York. And there's some cool banter at the beginning, as Dave mentioned, about people getting uh, off to a late start. <laughs> so that was kind of funny there. I enjoyed that. Then you got the letter K. There is only one letter K for the song of the letter K. Keep your day job. September 20, 1982. Out of Throwing Stones from Madison Square Garden. It's a it's a rocket number. It's not necessarily a favorite of everybody's, but you know when they do it, they do it. They rock it out. It's it's fine. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it's a quick hitter. Brings the energy back up. Um, you know, it's played not exclusively, mostly you know at the end of the show or as an encore. But uh, you know, it was kind of just a, a little jab, I guess, at the Deadheads. Hey, keep your day job. <laughs> you know, you want to keep coming on tour. Definitely not a favorite of the Deadheads, and I will say, if there was any other song that the Grateful Dead that started with the letter K, it probably would have beaten Keep Your Day Job. But fortunately for Keep Your Day Job, there was not. All right. In the letter L, there was, there was, uh, us, there was really only one. That's Loser. Uh, Loser from May 14, 1974 is the one that I went with, and it's from, uh, from Montana right before that, uh, right before the Portland and the University of Washington shows. Uh, it's this very solid version, uh, and it's, you know, Loser's one of our favorite songs. I'm not sure how it can't be one of your favorites. It's a great Jerry uh, ballad. It's a lot of, you know, it's just, it's great. I mean, there's great playing. There's great singing. Can't go wrong with Loser. Very rarely is there a bad version, and uh, it's, it is the letter L. Really cool Hunter lyrics in the song. Cool little story, you know, talks about, kind of sums up kind of, kind of life out on the road or kind of gambling or whatever. But, um, yeah, it's a great, great version. I, I didn't think there was a much of other contender for the L song. No, and Dang mentioned Loose Lucy. And, and Loose Lucy was, is a good song. It was a, it's a fun song in the 70s. Overruled. No, 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 overruled. I mean, I understand. I'm not, I'm not saying it was, it was the quintessential L song. It was, no, it's it was a great song. Great fun song. A very fun song, and that's no doubt. It is no one, doubt, and that was a late breakout too in the '90s. So they got that for right. sure. So that's that's the list for the A through L, and I'll recap that in a moment. And I want to thank you guys for listening to the A through L, and stay tuned for M through C. All right, once again, this is the recap of A through L on the definitive song versions of each song per letter. Of the Grateful Dead. You just heard commentary from my man St. Stephen and from my buddy Dank. This is your recap. Althea, the letter A from October 12th, 1981, Olympic Hall in Munich, Olympia Hall in Munich, Germany. Bertha, 
This one is from July 8th, 1978 at Red Rocks. Cassidy from April 24th, 1978 in uh, Normal, Illinois. Dark Star from 10-31-1991. October 31st, 1991. Special guest Ken Kesey. That is in Oakland. Eyes of the World from March 31st, 1991. That is in Greensboro, North Carolina. Fire on the Mountain is the letter F. March 18th, 1977. And this one is from the Winterland Arena in San Francisco. Next, you've got Going Down the Road, Feeling Bad. September 2nd, 1983, Boise, Idaho. Then here comes Sunshine, a breakout after many years in Compton Terrace, Tempe, Arizona, December 6, 1992. I, not many choices, but it must have been the roses. And in this case, it is November 20th, 1978, Cleveland Music Hall in Cleveland, Ohio. Jay, of course, Jack Straw from April 14th, 1982, Glen Falls Civic Center, Glen Falls, New York. The letter K, also minimal choices. We had to go with Keep Your Day Job, September 20th, 1982, Madison Square Garden. Pretty good version, nonetheless. And the letter L, uh, with some debate on the letter L, we went with Loser from May 14th, 1974, in montana hope you all enjoy the show please tune in in a few days we will be releasing the m through z episode and this episode will be on soundcloud itunes and youtube youtube maybe later in the week but it will be on there thanks a lot everybody we'll see you soon I was deep in love, lacking in some direction. Althea told me upon need that my back might need protection. I told Althea that treachery. Was tearing me limb from limb. Althea told me, cool down, boy. Settle back, easy, Jim. With a pinch of grace 
alone in the burial ground Or just another pretty face You may be the face of Ophelia Sleeping and perchance to dream Honest at the point of recklessness Self-centered in the extreme Talking to me 
I was in D.C. And when I got the message, I thought of two things. I thought of my son going over a cliff and Bill Graham sending a thousand bucks to put a thing up on the hill that points in all directions in Oregon so you can always find your direction from the top of that hill. And I thought of one more thing. It's a little heavy, but that's what it's about. Nobody else reaches across the distance and puts their hand on your shoulder about this
and we heard are just songs about the Thank you.
Take a short break. And as announced, Bill's gonna be out here. Bill Grant's gonna be out here with his giveaway quiz show for the intermission, and then we'll be right back.
be treated as a Going down the road, feeling bad.
One pain 
Certain members of the rhythm section didn't make it here on time. 
That's okay. What I needed a show of hands. How many of you out there have never made it, have never been late to a rock and roll show? More than one would expect, certainly. I myself, of course, hardly am ever late to rock and roll shows. Over. 
This time.